Hola everyone! Welcome to the Encourage to Try podcast. My name is Mia and I will be the one to lovingly encourage you to try and continue on the journey of trying. This podcast is for those who are trying whether at work, school, relationships, faith, fitness, business, basically figuring out life. So tune in to the podcast as we talk about these topics and encourage one another to try together. Also, if you are interested in the episode show notes, or if you just want to leave feedback, questions, suggested topics, the links are found in the episode description. So please do check it out. Hola everyone! Welcome back to the podcast. So for this episode, we will be talking about why you should try e-commerce. So I'd like to introduce to you our guest for this episode. She graduated with an economics degree from the University of the Philippines, Deleman. She worked in the business development group in Lazada where she onboarded and grew over 100 brands on the platform. After Lazada, she pursued her own business and co-founded Overse Digital, a boutique agency that provides digital marketing services to brands selling online and facilitation services for virtual corporate events. Some of their previous clients include GlaxoSmithKline, Shakey's, Eurotex, Happy Skin, and other international and local brands seeking to grow their business via e-commerce. Please welcome Rodrigo. Hi Mia, thanks for having me on the show. Hi Audrey. So let's dive into the first question. Can you tell us more about your previous experiences before pursuing e-commerce? So prior to e-commerce, I was working in real estate. And I remember at that time, I was looking for a Korean skincare product that I couldn't find in any physical stores. And I was amazed to find it in a Filipino online store. That was when my interest in e-commerce first started as an online shopper. And when I was working in real estate, I realized that I wanted to transition into a different industry. So I decided, why not try e-commerce, right? And that was when I pursued a role in Lazada, Philippines. What are the things that inspired you to pursue e-commerce and what are the challenges that you had to face? When I was working in Lazada, Philippines, diba, my role was to onboard and incubate fashion brands. So I got to work with different kinds of business owners. I've worked with big local brands who have these established stores that you'll find at the malls. But I've also worked with young women like us, Mia, who started selling fashion items when they were just in college. But now, they're successfully operating their businesses online. And I remember that I also worked with this online seller who selling locally made clothes. So she's a mom and I helped set up her online store on Lazada. And a few months later, she called me to invite her to her daughter's birthday party. So I was surprised because until that point, we didn't really have a personal relationship. It was more of a professional relationship only. But she told me that she was thankful for me and for Lazada because she was able to buy a house for her family and secure insurance for her children due to online selling. 
what was even more amazing was that she was able to inspire her friends and relatives to try online selling as well. They ended up being successful online sellers too. It's really amazing, right? This network effect and when you see these business owners inspiring others to pursue their entrepreneurial pursuits. Interestingly, I've also worked with people like us who come from a corporate background, but then they decided to resign and focus full-time on selling online because their online business became really successful. And another interesting experience that I had was working with Chinese sellers. Most of them migrated to the Philippines because they saw a lot of potential of online selling here in our country. And as for the challenges... Our country has a long way to go, you know, in terms of internet speed and connectivity. I'm sure, Mia, you're familiar with it. Most Filipinos know this, right? And another thing is that in terms of financial inclusion, a lot of Filipinos don't have access to financial products or services. Most of us are used to cash on delivery instead of paying with our credit cards or online wallets. And in fact, only around 10% of Filipinos with the age of 15 and above makes online purchases or pays their bills online. So this is quite low actually compared to our ASEAN neighbors. And as I mentioned earlier, there's still so much potential of e-commerce here in the Philippines because 67% of our population use the internet and just last year alone, 599 billion yung contribution ng e-commerce to the GDP of the Philippines. So there's really a lot of potential here. However, I've noticed that a lot of business owners here in the Philippines, they need guidance and support on how they can market their products or sell their services online better. And this is actually one of the reasons why I decided to pursue my own business, which is Overs Digital. Our goal is to provide and support business owners who want to boost their e-commerce operation. So in our business, we provide digital marketing services like live streaming, product photography, graphic design, and even product uploading because we want to help online sellers boost their sales by maximizing different e-commerce tools. And also, I was inspired by the success stories of the online sellers I've mentioned earlier because, well, I told myself that if they can pursue their own business, I can do it too. So from the experiences you mentioned, how did it help you grow in both your character and profession? Alright, so coming from a corporate background, it was quite a big adjustment to transition into being a full-time entrepreneur. So yes, you have more freedom and flexibility, and yes, you are your own boss. But of course, as the saying goes, with great power comes great responsibility. So when you're the head and owner of a business, you're responsible for the direction of your, organiza- or of your organization. You're in charge of jump-starting things, and if you don't have any initiative, nothing will happen to your business. And sometimes, even for me, there's a temptation to be complacent complacent with whatever I'm doing because I'm not reporting to a boss anyway. But 
pursuing your own business really requires you to be um, resourceful and to go out of your comfort zone. So, for example, this year, our team ventured into a new industry, something that I didn't have any exposure before. So, from e-commerce, we decided to pursue corporate clients from the training industry. And Overs Digital was able to provide hosts and facilitators and provide employment opportunities as well for, for them. So we were able to host a virtual company team building event for more than 4,000 employees. And um, it was really challenging because this was during a pandemic and some of our talents even got sick. And this was when I realized as well that when you're a business owner, there's a greater responsibility not just to your um, customers or clients, to your external stakeholders, but you also have to think about your internal stakeholders as well, which is yung mga talents and yung mga employees mo. And um, it, this, was, this project was also a blessing because... Um, these talents of ours, they were really eager to find other sources of income this pandemic, given the limited physical opportunities for face-to-face -face events and because we have quarantine restrictions. So it was really, um, I, was, I was really happy to be able to provide these additional sources of income for them. And another great learning experience that I had was I got to work with different kinds of people that I've never thought I'll be working with before for like commercial models, hosts, beauty queens, and even sports anchors. So that was really fun and exciting. In terms of what you said, Audrey, I was able to relate in terms of your journey because all of the challenges that you had to face, you weren't prepared for it, right? You just had an idea that you want to meet other people's need and at the same time, how you would give value to other people to make them feel better during the time of the pandemic. Because it's not just you who is having a hard time, but everyone else is having a hard time. So through online selling, because I started online selling when I was in the corporate world at that time, and I never really saw the potential of it. I just saw it as something, oh, I have stuff in my room that I want to declutter or I want to sell and convert it into a monetary value so that I have extra money. But when the pandemic happened, we all turned to the digital platform because you can't go out. Yeah. You can't provide a service that's physical because there's a pandemic right. happening. So there are two things that I want to share also that I learned through the journey of online selling. And number one is I became more patient and understanding about the concerns of others because you're not just selling a product. However, you are building a relationship with your customer. Their experience of your interaction with them matters a lot. And at the same time, one of the things that I really, really understood was trust is important because right. they would go back to your business. The second thing, like you mentioned before, like you became more resourceful and creative. So same as me. Because before online selling, I had no knowledge about video, photo editing, shooting products, trying to sell a product. So I learned practical skills that I never thought that I need in my other endeavors. Like from online selling, I learned how to edit. I learned all of these things that I carried with me through the podcast. I want to say that I can relate especially to what you said about trust. 
And when you focus on giving value to your customers or your clients, they will trust you in return. And personally, in my experience with my own business, we've had repeat clients who keep booking us for like live stream sessions and other of our services because they trusted us with providing their needs. And that's something that um, it's really a blessing on our part as well to have to experience when you're a full-time entrepreneur. I have an additional question in terms of what you just shared. Sure. With your business, of course, there are a lot of competitions nowadays, right? Because everyone is right. in the digital platform. Right. What are the values that you hold on to that makes you different from other competitors? I think what's so special about our organization is it's really rooted in helping not just established brands, but also small to medium enterprises. Because we're really customer-centric. When we provide our services, we always keep in mind, how will this client or how will this brand sell better with our services? Because anyone can provide graphic design or digital marketing services, right? But we want to be able to guide them how they can utilize these services in order to boost their sales. So, for example, when they're asking us for our graphic design services, we suggest on how they can make their store look more engaging to customers. And even with our live streaming services, we go the extra mile, especially for brands where they have their first-time live stream sessions. We guide them on how they can make the session more engaging Engaging. So that's really one of the values that Overs Digital is really holding on to. So in terms of you starting your own e-commerce business, what are your prior thoughts before starting it? Do you have any doubts? Do you have any insecurities? And how were you able to handle those for you to pursue and at the same time still run Overs until today? Well, before setting up my own business, honestly... There was a bit of fear, <laughs> fear of uncertainty, right? Uh, most millennials, uh, I think they face this because there's this chance, of course, for every business endeavor, there's this chance to fail. And at that time, I was afraid of losing capital because I started this business at the beginning or at the onset of the pandemic. And I was so scared because what if I fail? What if I lose some money? But it turns yeah. out... And at this time, you weren't in corporate already, right? Yeah, I wasn't in corporate already. So my thinking back then was, of okay, I have to set up a business, but also I have to minimize some losses. And I was surprised that it turns out, after all, your greatest capital or your greatest asset is yourself. So it's really up to me on how I can sell our services better. And I had to partner up and recruit some talents in order to provide these services to online brands. What helps you stay inspired to continue on your e-commerce journey? My greatest inspiration are really the clients because it's really inspiring when you hear them thanking you for helping them succeed. When they thank me, thank you Audrey for your service, that really warms up my heart. You make positive impact in this world through your small but impactful services. That's so true. You want to know why? We are all social beings. We have a sense of belongingness or wanting to belong, right? We have that sense of what tribe do I belong to? And do I have a purpose in this world? What are the things that I should do that would make sense of my life? That is what everyone wants to have, that feeling. That's why a lot of people feel fulfilled and happy when they help other people, right? Because that will never go away. 
the idea of business itself is centered on what is the problem and how can I solve it. Just to add what you said, I really like what you mentioned about business, how a business is supposed to fix an existing problem. And the most fulfilling part of this job for me is twofold. So the first one is, I finally, I think in e-commerce, I finally found my niche or as you said, my tribe. I finally found an industry where I belong. And second... It's great to see yourself or your business adding value to the lives of these people because as you mentioned, Mia, we're not just working to earn money. We're here on earth because we have a purpose to help other people as well. In terms of your real estate experience, what can you get from that that you can apply in your e-commerce business? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my experience in real estate was actually quite long, around three years. So it was quite a substantial part of my career before I transitioned to e-commerce. Although it was a different industry, I really learned a lot of soft skills in real estate. So I was working in the business development group and I learned how to negotiate. I learned how to do a financial model. So it was a really great experience. And I think the soft skills that I learned in real estate was what helped me when I worked with clients in the e-commerce industry, both in Lazada and outside Lazada. So in terms of your previous jobs, like being in a corporate world of being in a real estate industry and at the same time in Lazada in another e-commerce industry, what influenced you to have your own business considering that being in a corporate world, there's a sense of quote-unquote security, right? Job security, the benefits, and those are well-known companies that you were in. In a way, what influenced you to step out of your comfort zone completely and just start your own business during a pandemic? So I like that you mentioned about job security because it's a real risk when you're trying to transition to be a full-time entrepreneur. And my greatest influence really are the sellers that I've worked with. They're really my greatest inspiration because seeing them succeed planted a seed in my heart that maybe I can succeed like them one day. Mm -hmm. And another factor was, of course, well, you mentioned the risk, but I thought to myself, I'm still at a young age. I don't have much to lose anyway. So why not try being an entrepreneur? Even if I fail, for sure, I will have a lot of learnings that I will carry with me in the further stages of my career. Agree, agree. Because we learn more in failure rather than success. Right? That's so true. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a well-known cliche. <laughs> yeah. And in line with you being influenced by your clients that you serve, were there mentors that you were able to meet during your stay in your corporate world or even now that you have your own business? I was able to establish personal relationship with some of the online sellers that I've worked with in Lazada. Some of them I'm, I'm even friends with until today. So I'm able to ask them tips and advice on how I can grow my own business, how I can get more clients, or sometimes I even ask them if they need any digital marketing services. So in a sense, they sort of became my mentors in this e-commerce industry. Yeah, and at the same time, I also realized that with you having those mentors that you've met in your prior job, network is everything, right? Yeah, From meeting the right people and being able to get those helpful insights 
and use them in where you are right now. So in line with that, a follow-up question is, what is the most helpful advice that you've received? Well, the most useful advice that I've received from a previous boss, actually, is to focus on how you can help other people, whether it's your colleagues at work or whether these are clients or other vendors. Because when you focus on helping other people or giving value to them, eventually your work stream will become easier. You'll learn to how to work with these people efficiently or more effectively. Because more than the technical skills or knowledge that you have, relationships both outside and at work matter the most. So in terms of you being able to give value to other people, what are your practical tips that you do in order for you to prepare yourself for you to give value to other people? Because you cannot give to others what you don't have, right? So what are the things that you do to prepare yourself? Like, what are the types of books that you read or what are the podcasts that you listen to? What are the productivity tips that you can share that is useful to where you are right now? For example, in terms of clients, I always keep in mind that each and every client is different. So I refrain from responding to clients' inquiries or questions, just a standard template. So for example, when they ask me questions, I always ask first about their brand. So what are your needs? Because for sure, even if they're asking for, like for example, a store design, they have specific requirements that are required for their brand or for their business. Well, in terms of productivity, I'm more of a systematic person. So I'm I'm a Google Sheets person. Like I want to organize everything. So I like to have specific timelines for my team, for my influencers, even our finances. Of course, since e-commerce is a very fast-paced industry, we have to be updated in the current trends. Well, I always check what are the latest e-commerce tools in these platforms. So I always open shopping apps. Of course, not just to shop, but also to check out the trends in different product categories. Well, in terms of podcasts, I like listening to podcasts about Encourage to Try <laughs> with Mia Tan. And I also like to listen to business podcasts, more specifically, Think Fast. Talk Smart. It's the podcast of Stanford Business School. So it's really nice because it focuses more on how you can communicate effectively with your team and your clients. And I also listen to Harvard Business Review. It's really an excellent podcast when you want to learn about business trends. So far, that's it. Yeah, Those are my two favorite podcasts right now on top of this podcast. What encouraging word or sentence would you want to share with those who are listening to the podcast? Okay, that's a very nice question. So I want to encourage people to try online selling or to pursue e-commerce, whether you're just starting a business or selling items from scratch. There are so many advantages. So for example, you'll have low overhead costs, Wala masyadong big time investment. So for example, I worked with some sellers who started with less than 10,000 pesos na capital. And some sellers even do the drop shipping model wherein they just work with a supplier and sell the products without storing inventory in their own physical address or warehouse. Or maybe you even have a brand new idea or service that you want to sell. Or maybe you have already a supplier that you would love to work with. 
I think online selling will be a great opportunity. And it also has great potential even if you already have a successful physical store because you can expand your market not just in the area or vicinity of your physical store, but you can also sell to the whole country or even internationally when you have an online store. And it's also a good opportunity if you want to have a sideline or additional income. As I've mentioned earlier, a lot of sellers that I've worked with before started with this part-time online selling and then eventually they transitioned to be a full-time online seller. So that's it. And my advice is pursue it of course only if you're ready because it comes with a great responsibility not just for yourself but also for your employees and your customers. And growth really happens outside of our comfort zone. So you'll never really know if you can do something unless you try it. If you need help in setting up your online store on Lazada or Shopee, or if you want to boost your online sales through live streaming, graphic design, product upload, or even product photography, you may chat with us on Lazada. Just search Overs Digital in your Lazada app or website, or you may also reach out to Overs Digital via LinkedIn or email or you can email us at o.verse.digital at gmail.com. Even if you have some questions on how to start on online selling, feel free to reach out to us and we'd be happy to help you. Thank you everyone for your time on listening to this podcast. I hope you gained a lot of insight from it. And if you find this podcast helpful, please do share it with your loved ones or to those you think that needs to hear this. I would appreciate it so much if you leave a review via voice message to anchor.fm slash encouraged to try with Mia or you can send me a DM through the podcast Instagram account at encouraged to try with Mia. See you on the next episode. Bye!